Dazahao, and welcome to the A Thousand Lives broadcast, the go-to podcast for all things related to Christian missions in China. This is Austin, your host and missionary to China with Vision Baptist Missions and the Vision for China team. For more information about Vision Baptist Missions, the Vision for China team, and how to take the first step on your path to making Jesus famous in China, head on over to visionforchina.org. That's V-I-S-I-O-N-F-O-R-C-H-I-N-A.org. There you'll also find a slew of resources to aid you in both sharing the gospel with Chinese friends, as well as to help you encourage others to give their lives to making Jesus known in China. Well, in last week's episode, it was all about a Chinese man known as Nathaniel by Jonathan Goforth and other missionaries who were close to him. Wang Mei, as he was known in Chinese, was a pilgrim turned hermit that was constantly trying to earn favor and merit for the afterlife. When he first heard a missionary preach the gospel of grace found in Jesus Christ, he scoffed and refused to believe that all of his striving was for nothing. But when he learned that his old friend, who was an idol maker, gave up his trade, stopped making idols, and trusted Christ, Wang Mei began to change his tune. Be sure to listen in to last week's episode, entitled Merit Seeker Turned Grace Preacher, for all the details on how the Lord saved him. As always, never miss an episode of the A Thousand Lives broadcast by going ahead and subscribing on your podcasting platform of choice. We're on Apple, Google, Podbean, Edify, CastBox, and so much more. In fact, just over last week, we have made our way onto a new platform called Breaker. Head on over to visionforchina.org slash podcast. That's V-I-S-I-O-N-F-O-R-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G slash P-O-D-C-A-S-T for a link to where to find us on Breaker as well as a complete directory of where you can listen in to us online. Subscribing will set you up to get a notification each Monday morning as new episodes drop. And remember, if you like what you're hearing, go ahead and leave a review or comment as well. The more interaction the podcast gets on these channels, the more likely the apps are to recommend them to others. Help us get the word out that Jesus needs to be exalted in China. And also, if you're an overachiever and want to go that extra mile, go right ahead and share the broadcast on social media, or maybe you could even send a personal email to that person you know who is teaching English in China right now, or that friend considering getting involved in missions. We with Vision for China are asking the Lord to raise up more preachers to go to China with the gospel, and we want to get the word out that there are opportunities to serve the Lord in this awesome country. And by the way, just a little sneak preview, Lord willing, in next week's episode, when we finally get the opportunity to interview another Vision for China missionary, we will divulge a little bit more about how we're praying to that end. Sending someone a quick link to this podcast or sharing with them on social media might just be the first time they've heard that there is actually a way to preach full-time in China. They may have never heard of all the opportunities to make Jesus known through preaching and serving Him in the Middle Kingdom. So go right ahead and share with them. They'll probably thank you for it. So at the end of our last episode, I did mention wanting to make another interview episode happen this week. It turns out we are going to push that back a week or two due to scheduling, and this week we are going to listen to a sequel of sorts to last week's episode about Chinese Nathaniel. After he got saved, he was really eager to tell others about Christ. And this week, we're going to hear how he reached an old peasant friend named Chang Ming San with the gospel. Chang Ming San was rather poor and due to life circumstances, spent much of his life struggling to survive while providing for his wife, his three children, 
as well as his widowed mother. Even though his mother was, a lot like Chinese Nathaniel, an avid follower of the so-called sect of the Holy Road, Chang Mingsan was convinced that there must be a better way. So how did Wang Mei, or Chinese Nathaniel, and this peasant first meet? And how did Wang Mei go about sharing the gospel with him? Well, we'll dive right into the story right after the Chinese region of the week. Our region for this week is the province of Jiangxi. Jiangxi is located in southeast China and is home to around 45 million people. This province has about the same number of people as all the country of Argentina and is in great need of men surrendered to taking the gospel to them. Jiangxi is a very poor province and has the lowest average wage of any province in China. The capital city of the province is Nanchang. This city is huge with a population of over 5 million people. It is a historic city known as the place where the Communist Party's People's Liberation Army was born. There are millions of people that live in Nanchang and the surrounding province of Jiangxi that desperately need the gospel. Approximately less than 5% of these people claim to know Christ as their Savior. People in Jiangxi need to hear the glad tidings of the grace of God. Please pray for people in Jiangxi to hear the good news of Jesus Christ. Would you pray that God would raise up more preachers to proclaim the gospel in Jiangxi province? Jiangxi is another great place in China with many, many opportunities to serve the Lord and preach the gospel. Friends, I know I'm stuck on repeat, but there really are countless opportunities to come to China and preach Christ. There are countless places, countless cities, countless towns to get plugged in and start preaching. There are so many here who haven't even heard his name, much less that he gave his life for them. Brother, are you praying about serving Christ overseas? Are you considering what he'd have you do with your life? Why not consider giving your life to preaching Jesus in China? Why not devote your life to magnifying him among the people of this great nation? There are millions upon millions of people all throughout the various provinces and regions of China that have yet to hear the gospel. You could be the one to tell them. You could be the one to bring the glad tidings to them. Would you pray for the people of Jiangxi? Would you pray for them to hear the gospel while there's still time? Would you pray and ask the Lord to send them more laborers who will surrender their lives to give them the gospel? And brother, why not surrender your life to being that laborer and boldly proclaiming the gospel among them? How, after all, are they going to hear without someone to go and preach? Friend Chang, said Wang Mei, if you ever learn the secret of peace for which we are both seeking, will you promise to let me know? Wang Mei, my brother, replied Mr. Chang, I will indeed, and if you first get this peace, promise you will share it with me. Wang Mei promised, and they parted. Before Wang Mei left his hermit life, returned to society, and encountered the gospel, he would occasionally meet with another hermit friend that lived not too far from him. That hermit friend was friends with this Chang Mingsan, 
who was a farmer that would sometimes bring him gifts of eggs and vegetables. On more than one occasion, Wang Mei and Chang Mingsang crossed paths at this mutual friend, this hermit's abode, and found that they both shared a desire to discover truth and peace. Wang Mei, at this time, still knew nothing of the gospel, and his ignorance toward it was matched by Chang Mingsang. Neither of them knew of Jesus Christ or his death for them. That day, Chang returned to his farm, where he led a very meager and strenuous life, spending every waking hour of his days, nine months out of every year, farming to sustain his wife, his children, and his widowed mother. There was very little time for leisure. There was no time for entertainment. In fact, everyone in this household had their responsibilities and load to carry. His widowed mother would spin thread and weave cloth, occasionally selling extra at market in an attempt to make ends meet. Meanwhile, Chang's wife was busy with taking care of the children and being a homemaker, and she spent much of her days cooking for their family of six. Their eldest son, age 10, spent much of his days meeting a quota of scraps of roots and grass by the roadside, which they would use as fuel for their furnace, which doubled as a heater and heat source for cooking. Then there was their second son, of six years old, who was given charge of looking after their youngest, who was not quite two. Each evening, as the sun set, they all would set aside time to pause and worship the sun, one of their many gods. They would pray to the sun and ask for a good harvest to provide them with enough food for the coming year. Despite their many hardships, Chang had a reputation in town as a good and honest man who worked tirelessly to provide for his family. It was a rare occasion that would afford him the opportunity to steal away and meet with his hermit friend and to see if the other hermit, Wang Mei, happened to be there as well. You see, when Chang was a boy, his mother joined the sect of the Holy Road and often took her son with her on her many pilgrimages and journeys. As a young man, Chang too joined the Holy Road sect, though he wasn't as religious as his mother. Wang Mei's story fascinated Chang. Perhaps it was that there was a man who was more religious than his mother and yet as dissatisfied as he was. They spent many a night at their hermit friend's home in deep discussion, longing to know how to find true and lasting peace yet to no avail. It was a few months after Wang Mei's most recent visit that excitement swept the little village when Chang Mingsan received a letter. Receiving mail in those days was a rare occurrence indeed, and the village was abuzz at the letter's arrival. Adding to the surprise, the letter was from none other than Wang Mei himself. He wrote to his friend that he had found what they were seeking for, and that he would be coming in person to tell them all about the wonderful truth he had discovered. Within a matter of days, the letter was followed by none other than Wang Mei, bringing with him a missionary, Donald McGillivray. Chang Mingsan, being ripe for the hearing of the old, old story, was eager to hear all of Jesus Christ and his love for him. He sat fixated as he listened to the gospel for the first time, soaking up every word from Wang Mei 
and his missionary companion. Chang was overjoyed to know that in trusting Christ, he could find peace and joy and everlasting life. Mr. Chang and his mother accepted Christ before the missionary left town. Praise the Lord. The Lord had moved in the heart of McGillivray and Wang Mei and gave them a desire to go and preach the glad tidings to this family. Mr. Chang ended up living out his days sharing the gospel with his wife, children, and others in the village. Unfortunately, his wife never came to trust Christ. Meanwhile, his mother was so overjoyed at what Christ did for her that she decided to occasionally join Rosalind Goforth, the wife of Jonathan Goforth, when Rosalind would travel to share the gospel with other Chinese ladies. The Lord imparted his peace to this mother-son duo by sending the glad tidings to them through a missionary and national preacher. Praise the Lord. Well, friends, here we have yet another story of the Lord transforming the life of a man in China. Here we have another testimony of the grace of God at work in a Chinese man's life. Wang Mei, or Chinese Nathaniel, was so overjoyed at how Jesus transformed his life that he felt he had to go and tell all those he knew to have been searching for the truth about that truth and grace and peace that he found in Jesus. God is good. He is mighty to save. He saves and he transforms so that we who are made new creatures will go out and proclaim his goodness to those who have yet to hear. Brother, if you are listening in and know Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord, then you too have been transformed by his grace and by his peace. Would you, like Wang Mei, spend your days going to those who have yet to hear and telling them about what he has done for you? Would you come to China and preach his grace and his peace and his salvation? Oh, that China would have a thousand more McGillivrays and Wang Mei's who would surrender their lives to bring the message of the grace of Jesus Christ to those who have yet to hear in China. Let me assure you, my brother, that there are multitudes of men and women just like Chang Mingsan in China right now who desire true and lasting peace yet have not found it in their religion. They have not found it in all of their seeds. They have not found it, despite the fact that they are looking, and anxiously so. They desire to know the truth and yet have no one to tell them. Unfortunately, they don't have a preacher in their life who will speak the truth of Jesus' saving grace to them. But you know, my friend, that could be you. You could come to China. You could give your life to preaching Jesus in China. You could bring the message of peace with God to them. Why don't you? Why not commit your one fleeting life to making the grace of Christ known in China? Again, brothers, opportunities abound to preach Jesus and serve him in China. And I am begging you to consider China. I plead with you to pray and ask the Lord what he would have you do for him in China. If you want to take that next step toward China and learn how to continue on a path toward full-time ministry there, 
reach out to us with Vision Baptist Missions and the Vision for China team. You can email us at info at visionmissions.com. That's I-N-F-O at V-I-S-I-O-N-M-I-S-S-I-O-N-S dot C-O-M or email me personally, austin at reachingchina.org. That's A-U-S-T-I-N at R-E-A-C-H-I-N-G-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G. We would love to talk with you about the next steps that you can take towards preaching Jesus in China, regardless of what your next step might be. If that next step is Bible training or ministry training or even language and culture training, we'd love to guide you on your path to making Jesus famous in China. Friends, it was the desire for peace that initially sparked a friendship between Wang Mei and Chang Ming San and eventually led to Wang Mei going to great lengths to get the gospel to this Mr. Chang. They wanted peace. They wanted Ping An. Ping An. The Chinese word for peace is Ping An. Brother, China is filled with people just like Chang Ming San who spend their days longing for peace and having no way to hear unless someone goes to them preaching Jesus. They need the Ping An that is only found in knowing Jesus Christ. Will you give your life to preach the message of Ping An to those people in China? If not you, then who? Well, this concludes today's episode of the A Thousand Lives broadcast. Be sure to tune in to next week's episode for, Lord willing, another missionary interview. I'm still working to line up an interview with a member of our Vision for China team that you won't want to miss. Lord willing, that will happen in next week's episode. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button for the A Thousand Lives broadcast so that you won't miss out on other exciting stories and interviews all centered on preaching Jesus in China. Please remember to pray for the province of Jiangxi this week. The people there need preachers who will come and preach the Ping An that is only found in Jesus Christ. Thank you again for listening to the A Thousand Lives broadcast. This has been Austin, your host and missionary to China with Vision Baptist Missions and the Vision for China team. For more information about Vision Baptist Missions, the Vision for China team, and how to take the first step on your path to making Jesus famous in China, head on over to visionforchina.org. That's V-I-S-I-O-N-F-O-R-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G. There you'll also find a slew of resources to aid you in both sharing the gospel with Chinese friends, as well as encouraging others to give their lives to making Jesus known in China. Well, until next time, 再见。